Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. Back where we belong, where we belong, excuse me. Tuesday, live, 6.08 in the p.m. The Mark Aram Show and the Bananas with you till 8 in the p.m. Big show tonight, big show tonight. Uh, if you are planning on being home uh, by 7 p.m., make sure you've got the WSB radio app or Amazon Alexa or Google Home. Say play 95.5 WSB because in one hour, uh, Congressman Doug Collins is going to join us with the uh, the latest on the possible recount here in Georgia, the presidential race. So uh, looking forward to that. Uh, but what do we do, uh, Deborah Green, on, on Tuesdays? I forget how we start the show. Would you rather? That's right. It's time. Now time. Or would you rather with little Sanjay? He is the guru, the soothsayer, the truth seeker, the asker of unanswerable questions. He used to date Kimberly Guilfoyle. He's little Sanjay. And would you rather? I'm sorry to bring up your uh, your dating life, Silky. It's all right, man. I, I it's uh, my life is public. You she, know, as a public figure, yeah. I, I understand. <laughs> That these things happen. She's obviously over you, by the way, too. She's, right. she's moved, moved on, on to, quickly. Yeah, moved on quickly to Junior. Uh, so here's the deal, folks. Uh, Sanjay is going to ask us unanswerable questions. We're going to answer him here in studio, and he wants you to play along in your car. Always a good time. Sanjay, what is the first question tonight, buddy? All right, number one, would you rather agree to be put into a medically induced coma for 20 years? Oh. At the, at the end of which you wake up healthy and receive... $10 million cash or the equivalent, or get a $100 coupon for Chick-fil-A with no strings attached. Um, where's my bell? Hold on. Um, $100, that's uh, that's 22 chicken, egg, and cheese bagels. Give me the hun- 20 years. Silky, 66? I'll, I'll be out of commission until 66? That That's crazy. No. No, but you will wake up. Healthy, without a wife, <laughs> I'll wake yeah, up without a true. wife. That's true. Uh, I didn't think through the age part. Understood. Let's just say, let's assume that you stay your same age. Yeah, but no one else is. Like that's true. Uh, Chuck's Chuck will be divorced by then. Bruce will be yeah. with the kids. Yeah, uh, in college yeah. by then. Yeah, yeah. you'll wake up. Kyle be your best friend. Yeah, He'll no, I can't. Me. I, you know, I no, no. I don't even think there's a money total you can give me. I don't, How much was the money again? Ten million dollars, uh-huh. or the equivalent in yeah, twenty years. Inflation. Right, right, yeah, it'll right, keep gotcha. up with inflation. No, I, I don't. I mean, no, I can't. I can't think. You put up a number that would make me do that. That's, a year? You wouldn't do it for a year? No, I'm saying uh, twenty years. 20 oh, years. twenty? No, no. Yeah, no, there's no. not a number that I can't. I mean, if you can freeze dry me at a forty-two-year-old and I'm not sixty-two when I wake up, that's what I said. Yeah, but yes. still, like, like your parents. You know what? Are, you know you're gonna. Eh. <laughs> All right, I'm monopolizing the time. Deborah Green, what are you doing? Hundred dollar Chick Fil A gift card, I mean, or I don't eat fast food. I don't know. Yeah. How to, but twenty years is a really long time. It really I mean, long I don't time. have a lot of people in my life anyway. But I guess I'll give away the hundred dollar coupon to someone. Yeah, else. give it to the homeless. Yeah. Uh, Randy Okray from the Digital Desk. 
Well, being that I am the <coughs> youngest, youngest here tonight, yeah. <laughs> you know, 20 years, I can still have a really great life. I'll be in my 50s. Yeah. And then, you know, hopefully, like, maybe I'll be pregnant when it happens. So the baby will be born. I'll have kids. We have all this money. I totally do that. All right. The, the pregnancy will last through the, the, the baby's well, going mean, to be well, you 20 know, the years baby old. Come out. You can deliver the baby even when you're in a coma, and baby's fine and grown, and we can the, share this money. No mama for 20 years. Okay. <laughs> she going to be around. I promise she is. Uh, low T, Chuck. Uh, post kids, I'd, I'd probably take the the money. Yeah. But, uh, just give me the gift card. You're going to miss your daughters growing yeah, up? Yeah. yeah give me you the can't gift do card. it. Same, same for you, Longoria. I'd write, a, I'd write all of them a note and tell them I'll see y'all in 20 years. <laughs> Don't touch my money. When, when they graduate college. Don't touch my money. And I'm sleeping. like, and we're going to be rich when I wake up. Oh, you guys are crazy. Uh, next, that was an interesting question, Sanjay. Next one, buddy. All right. We're going to get a little bit funny. Would you rather get attacked by a naked man or a drunk baboon? <laughs> Uh, naked man. Uh, dr- baboons could literally rip your rip arms your off, right? right? Yeah. A drunk one at that. Yeah. I'm yeah. hoping, like, the drunk person would be someone I could handle. You know, I could just... It's not the drunk person. It's a naked man yeah, he's, or he's... a drunk The naked man baboon. is sober. Correct. Yeah. Yes. All right. Sober. I'll roll my dice man. with that. Bab- drunk baboon would rip me apart. Deborah Green. Oh, there's been naked men in college. You know how to <laughs> wow. deal with them. I got some great advice on how to deal with dudes that you don't want to be around. I think I could handle one guy. Yeah. Especially if he's, he's you know, he doesn't have any line of defense. That's an easy way to take right. that down. Deb- Deborah has mace on her all the time. Randy Okray from the Digital Desk. Yeah, you know, see, I feel like if I was to kill the baboon, I won't go to prison or something for that. So I'm going to have to kill that old baboon. All right, you're going to kill the old baboon. Uh, Low-T Chuck. Give me the naked guy all day. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to mess with right turn Clyde. Uh, (laughs) I feel like we're getting sound bites. Yeah, Yeah. uh, I said that that the way I wanted to. (laughs) Uh, I'll deal with the naked man. You'll deal with the naked man? All right, uh, uh, next question. Would you rather continues with little Sanjay on the Mark Aram Show? What you got, buddy? All right, Mark, I apologize to you. Here we go. Would you rather get married to a Holocaust denier or a flat earther? Jesus. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> say, say, repeat that. This I don't want to this I don't want to fumble this he said one. with all due respect. No. Right? Yeah, I understand. Yeah, I did. Ask, ask me, <laughs> that doesn't like I hate would that. You, with all due respect, you're a ask, me, ask me the question again. Would you uh, rather get married to a Holocaust denier yeah. or a flat earther? All right, I just want to make sure. Flat earther, 100% all day, every day. I can take them. I can show. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm just going to leave it there. <laughs> I will marry a flat earther before I marry a Holocaust denier. Deborah Green. Sound bites all day. <laughs> yeah, flat earther. Yeah. It has to be. It has to be, yeah. right? Yeah. There's no reasoning with the denier. Randy's Googling Holocaust right now. Actually, I Googled, a, I Googled what a flat earther was. I'm oh, like, okay, what is right. a flat earther? They but, think uh, the earth is flat. Obviously, yeah. I see. Yeah. Um, that's They're both kind of weird questions. But you got to know your history, and you can't deny the history, so that's a no. Way to kiss up to the boss. I appreciate it, Randy. Uh, low T. Chuck. I think you'd have way more fun with a flat earther. Yeah. I, I just feel like they would be way more fun. Oh, they'd be more gullible. I yeah, never thought yeah, about yeah. that. I just feel like a flat earther would be yeah. Don't to get too close with. to the edge. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Longoria. Yeah, flat earth. Flat earther. Yeah. All right. With all, all right. due respect. Sorry about that. that. No, that, right. Listen, that, that made me stop and think. So that's what this game okay. is all about. All right. Next question, right. Sanjay. Nope. Number four, would you rather lose weight by exercising or by dieting? Oh, dieting. I, I diet twice a year, probably. My weight fluctuates. Um, exercise is just not happening. It's, it's not that I had that window. 
you know, the 18 to 23 window when I was yeah. that, that window's passed. It's long gone. We're decades beyond that. So I'd rather lose weight by dieting. Deborah Green. I mean, I go to the gym regularly. I don't know about any losing any weight, but yeah. I do like to exercise. So I guess I'll just keep, keep exercising. exercising. Yeah. yeah, you enjoy that. It's part of your ritual. Uh, Randy from the digital desk. Um, well, you know, I'm a foodie. Yeah, yeah. Mark, you already know, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, I want to eat whatever I can eat. So, I'd rather just go ahead. If I know I can eat what I want to eat and just work out, I'll just work out. Are you working out to keep what you got going no, on? No, right I now? have just not been eating and not on purpose. Yeah. But you do you dislike working out? No, I don't have a problem with it at all. Yeah. I just haven't eaten. I've just been kind of lucky. Yeah. Everyone's lucky. Uh, <laughs> low T Chuck. I refuse to watch what I eat, so I'll take exercise. Exercise. Yeah, no. You do those. You do the the curls with the yeah, with the with the kettlebells. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite low T Chuck moment of all worst. time. Uh, Longoria. I'd rather diet than exercise. I'm yeah. with you. I'm I'm not. I don't have. I don't want to have to do anything if you I don't do have to. Steps around no. the around the station no. like some people do. Yeah, no, I ain't doing that. <laughs> they, they people do that. Oh but. yes, they do. I'll tell you what though. Hoofing up the hallway. It's like a mall here. All yeah. the old people <laughs> oh, walking around so in the big, mall. Just, I'm yeah. curious about the Peloton. I think I might do that. No, you won't. No, you won't. Don't waste With your time. Beyonce attached to it now. Right. With Beyonce, yeah, what? Beyonce, yeah. yes, for the uh, CAU and yep. Spelman, she's, she's giving them a free get, membership. She's trying to get more people to use the Peloton. All right, no, I, that has not that has no factor <laughs> in my decision. But I just think like you can like do that in your home and watch TV and stuff, right? Yeah, but the part of the Peloton is you're you're competing you're with other people, so you have like yeah. an instructor. I'm not yeah. very they're, competitive. They're yelling at you're you. You're not going to sit on a uh, on a stationary bike and pedal while you're watching football. No? Yeah, it's no. a person like screaming at you, like, come on, Mark. You yeah, used to be a Division One athlete. Yeah. Where are you? Come on. Yeah. Where yeah, are you? It's, you can't like bring up YouTube videos or something. Really? And it's over $2,000. Wait, I'm not allowed to? Like, I can't. No, that, that's the stream is there. They control the stream. You know, you'd have to put your phone there, but then why get a Peloton? Well, I would Just put it up in front of my one. TV. Yeah. But then don't, don't get, get a Peloton. Peloton. So the bike isn't any better than any other right. bike. Oh, right. Oh, no. okay. It's just the it's, fact it's, that you have an instructor yelling at you. Yeah, it's the software that, that comes with it. And I don't need anyone yelling no. at me. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Because you, you hit the nail the on the head. I was thinking, like, I can watch football on Sunday while yeah. I'm on this thing. Yeah. While eating a steak sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work that way. All right. So no Peloton. Let me cross that off. Yeah, Peloton, no. All right. Next question, Sanjay. All right. Last question. Would you rather... Everything go wrong on Mondays, but everything go right on Fridays, or everything on Monday go right and everything on Friday go wrong? Mondays stink as it is, so let me get everything going wrong on Monday and everything going right on Friday. Either way, it's all right. As long as I know in advance what day everything's going to go to hell, I'm prepared for it. Uh, like tomorrow, I'm like, oh, it's going to rain. Tomorrow morning's rush hour. Like, I'm prepared for it. So it does. the day really doesn't matter. I guess my preference would be everything goes well on Friday. But as long as I know in advance what day's going to be good, what day's going to be bad, that's all I need to know. But I'll choose everything goes well on a Friday. Um, Friday. Monday. Friday. Yeah, I'll take Monday. I mean, I'm here all the time anyway. I can't tell what day it is. So you want everything Monday. to go good on a Monday? No, I would take everything bad on a Monday. Bad on a Monday. Yeah. All right. Uh, Randy Okray. Um, I'd rather do maybe everything bad on a Friday and maybe not on a Monday because that'll set the tone for the whole week. I have a whole uh, yeah. attitude at the week on the week before as the weekend. You know, I can do stuff that um, makes me happy. Yeah, so it'll be okay. Hit that hookah lounge. Uh, <laughs> low T Chuck. Uh, bad on Monday. I can't. I hate going into the weekend with a stressful yeah, Friday. You don't want. You take it I out want, on your yeah. I got a family. Coast. I got a coast on a Friday. I have a very stressful <laughs> job. I've, I've got a coast on a Friday. Uh, Longoria. Yeah, bad on a Monday. Bad uh, on a Monday. Yeah, All right. right. It's already bad anyway. Sanjay, very uh, wide berth and array of questions tonight. Very good, my friend. Sanjay, Thanks, uh, by the way, is the official accountant of the Mark Aram Show. He'll, you'll have a celebrity do your taxes if you check out. 
Brass Tax Accounting on Facebook or Brass.Tax. Good job, buddy. My man. All right, still to come uh, in uh, 7.07, Representative Doug Collins will join us on the Mark Aram Show, talk about the possible Georgia recount. We've got some other fun stuff to talk about. In the meantime, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, live on a Tuesday, the Mark Aram Show at 95.5 WSB. 626 uh, on our back in our normal time slot, and I'm glad because... Uh, the Mark Aram Show Christmas card is about to debut, and I didn't want to announce it while we were filling in for Eric. I didn't want to shortchange the the regular listeners from six to eight. No offense to the four to six folk, they're they're fine folk, but six to eight folk, that's our folk. Right? How many times can I say folk without saying a bad word instead? Uh, so here's the deal: the annual Mark Aram Show Christmas card is being prepared as we speak, and as always, we are going to mail out three hundred of them to our listeners in order to get. The uh, traditional Mark Aram Show Christmas card. You need to email what Deborah Green. What are they? What information do you need? I need your full mailing address, like physical post yes. mail. It can't be email. It needs to be mailing address, and you can email me that info to Deborah at wsbradio.com. So it's D E B R A at wsbradio.com. So, for example, if your name is Mike Jones, you email Deborah D E B R A at wsbradio.com. Mike Jones, one two three Main Street, Ackworth, Georgia, et cetera, et cetera. We only do 300 of these. If you're 301, I'm sorry. We can't help you. So if you want the Mark Aram Show Christmas card, there are, the uh, the original one from like 2011 is up on eBay for $600 right now. These are collector's items. Really? No. Um, <laughs> I was like, but they wow. go quick. I was but they go quick. Mine. So here you go. It's the official announcement of the Mark Aram Show Christmas card. If you want one, you have to be one of the first 300 people to email your full name and full mailing address to executive producer Deborah Green. It's D-E-B-R-A at WSBRadio.com. Deborah at WSBRadio.com. I'm sad we retired low T Chuck at WSBRadio.com. I think that still works. Is if that you still active? Re- if you prefer to email that. You email me, it's going to get deleted. Uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll be right back after news, weather, and traffic. Hey, this is Phil Necro, inducting the Baseball Hall of Fame in 1997. You are listening to The Mark Aram Show. What other show would you listen to? Speaking of baseball, Kyle Lewis named American League Rookie of the Year, Chuck, right? Seattle Mariners outfielder, unanimous choice for Rookie of the Year. Why do you care? I don't. He's from Shiloh. Oh, What's nice. the Shiloh High School? That's amazing. Very cool. There's What's so funny is, it's the Mark Aaron Show. Um, like, there's so many talented athletes from the metro Atlanta area, It no one blinks an eye, right? It's like, oh. That this guy from Dunwoody is in the NFL, and this guy from the Caters in the NBA. If if the American League Rookie of the Year was from my town in Torrington, Connecticut, or anywhere in Connecticut, they'd rename the state after him. I was just going to say, <laughs> same thing back home. Right? We were watching football the other day, and they made some random comment about a running back. I don't even know what game I was watching, and they just threw out, ah, he's from Marietta, Georgia. And I was like, what? Yeah. There's so many. It's unbelievable. They used to be... This is how sad it is in Connecticut athletically. First of all, that I was able to mm-hmm. achieve Division One status. But every Sunday in the Hartford Current, um, and I'm, I'm such a newspaper, baseball, sports nerd, they would list every Connecticut player that was currently playing in the minor leagues, whether they went to college in Connecticut or grew up or high school, whatever. And it was like seven people. <laughs> you know, it was like uh, Kurt, uh, Kurt Johnson is in uh, A-ball for the Indians, and he's hitting 116. <laughs> 
And like, but I used to love it. Like, oh, Kurt Johnson, you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, rarely any of them made the major leagues. When I first went back to school and got into radio, there was a wide receiver at our university, Mark Mariani, and he made the NFL. And yeah. he's a pretty good kick returner receiver until he got a really bad leg injury. But I kid you not, every local across the state, every single news program, if Mark did anything yeah, in a football exactly. game, it was a huge feature on the sports uh-huh. that night. Across the state, like, yeah. everybody talked about Mark Mariani when he was in the NFL. Jeff Bagwell, uh, former Astros first baseman, mm-hmm. Hall of, he um, he's from Connecticut. He went to University of Hartford. I think it's from Collinsworth, Connecticut. And when he, like, I'm telling you, they yeah. they renamed cities after him. Yeah. <laughs> but here in Georgia, it's like, oh yeah, it didn't even make the news. No, no, no. Like a Shiloh High grad won unanimous Rookie of the Year award. Not a blip. That it's just crazy yeah. how. How talented the athletes are here compared to compared to where we're from. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's right. why we were able to be Division One athletes, though. If exactly. we were from here, we no. would never have been able like, to be I Division was the, One athletes. The star pitcher for my high school team. I made all league. Like uh-huh. I was top dog. This thing. Look, look at me, Longoria. This was <laughs> this thing. This thing got to play college baseball, and I I, I came down here to play uh, adult league, and um, like I. I don't know if I would have made high school teams down here, you know, like <laughs> it's like, uh, oh, wow. All right. Yeah. Like, it's just so weird. Like the everything. first time I went to, I, we got a big track meet. It was in Stanford, California. And we ran against like LSU. Oh yeah. Teams. <laughs> Dude. I mean, I had state titles under my belt. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I, I, no, I stepped on that track and got smoked yeah. by actual athletes. There was, so what's interesting is there are two NFL, uh, two players from my college, Marist College in New York, shout out Red Foxes, two of them made the NFL. One is still there. He's a kicker, Jason Myers. He kicks for the Mar- uh, the Mariners, the uh, Seahawks. The second guy that made the NFL, Terrence Feedy, didn't even play football at, at Marist. He played basketball. No kidding. <laughs> yeah, but they they liked, liked his athletic ability, and they sure. made him a defensive end. So he didn't even play college football, yeah, he play football but he made the NFL. It's crazy how just unbelievable how the, the athletic differences are. Uh, I know there's a bigger population, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, shout out to Kyle Lewis from Shiloh High School. Unanimous rookie of the year. Yeah, that's cool. 30 that's cool. first place votes. That's so awesome. The Lewis family, if you're listening, congratulations. It should have been the top local story everywhere. If, if he was from Connecticut... Yeah, it, I he'd mean, be all over the news. Yeah, they would have done nine minutes at the beginning of the, the newscast, <laughs> like, like a whole retrospective when Kyle was six. Uh, oh yeah, no, they yeah. constantly did that back home. Yeah, it's crazy. anybody that made the NFL. Yeah, so I mean, you got a better chance of making the pros from Georgia, right? But you don't get the recognition no. if you were no. from Montana. Oh yeah, or I'm sure in Texas too. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like there's so Especially many. Especially Corpus down, you know, down yeah. south. You don't get a lot of. That's know. quarterback country, right? Isn't yeah. that where all the? Well, uh, you get you get some baseball players out yeah. there, but yeah. So the benefit of being from Delaware or Rhode Island or Connecticut or Idaho or Montana is the fact that uh, you can be a big fish in a small pond, mm-hmm. not geographically small no, pond. But I mean, yeah. Montana is huge. So anyway, I just—I had no idea of talking about that, but why did I bring that up? I have no idea. You just started the segment with that. You want to know why I... Yeah, I don't know. You just did. All right. Anyway. Uh, my, over. Yeah. Oh, uh, already... <laughs> 200 of the 300 Mark Aram Show Christmas cards are accounted for. Oh, Lord. We got 200. Of, there's only 100 left. If you want the Mark Aram Show Christmas card, email now. Debra, D-E-B-R-A, at WSBRadio.com. Debra at WSBRadio.com. Your full name and mailing address. There's only 100 left. 
They'll be gone by the top of the hour. We'll be right back. It's the Mark Aram Show on 95.5 WSB. Still don't know how I came up on Kyle Lewis. I can't remember. We're coming back from the show. It was 6.39. My mind is gone. All right, speaking of athletics, I guess, I don't know. Uh, The most obese state in the Union, the United States of America. Any guesses? uh, Loti or Longoria. What do you think would be the fattest state in these United States of America? I'm going to say Mississippi. M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. Longoria, what do you think? Yeah, it has to be a southern state. I, I would, I would wow. think Louisiana. You guys are so bigoted. <laughs> um, Mississippi is number two. Ugh, Second so fattest close. state. They have good food there, though. Yeah, I don't blame I, them. I don't, I'm not... Yeah. And what did you say, Longoria? Louisiana. Louisiana is number seven. Ooh. Number seven. A lot of good food there, too. Oh, yeah. uh, I'll tell you who's number one in a second. Uh, Out of the group of us, so I'm from Connecticut, Longoria's from Texas, Loti's from Montana, and Deborah is from Wisconsin. Uh, The thinnest state out of all of ours, Loti Chuck. Say. 45th fattest state in the Union. I can see that. You got to walk a there's, lot of miles. Yeah, there's there. one McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't have a lot of fast food. <laughs> there's one McDonald's. You have to kill what you eat. Yeah, uh, what do you think's fatter, Wisconsin or Texas? Texas. Yeah, but not by much. Yeah. Uh, Wisconsin's 23. Texas is number 15. Connecticut's 36. I'm calling BS on that. You think? Unless things have changed since I moved, uh, because in in the colder states, this is this they is my theory. Well, not only that, you can cover up, right? Like yeah, nine months true. out of the year, you were in sweaters in New England. So and you, you can, can pack a lot in there. Yeah, you just yeah. hide it, right? In the southern states, you can't really, you know, you can't wear a sweater in July no. in Georgia. So you have, you, you are showing more. Yeah, uh, more self-conscious. Exactly. So I don't know. I don't trust the data. Unless things, in, unless people in Connecticut started working out, I, I don't, <laughs> like it was, it was just, you know, the, they're, Thicker stock in, uh, you know, in New <laughs> I'm talking stock. like it's uh, some sort of uh, like printing paper. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah exactly. Uh, so there you go. I, I don't buy that. All right. Top 10 fattest in the United States of America. Uh, number 10 is uh, the Show Me State, Missouri. Wow. Okay. I don't know. what are they, What's Missouri known for food wise? Barbecue, right? Is it bar- I don't know. Yeah. Everyone claims to be barbecue. Bar- Jay Charlie lived out there, didn't he? Yeah. Is I, it barbecue? Yeah. They got great barbecue. St. Louis. Barbecue. Okay, uh, I do get. I like those St. Louis ribs. You're right. Mm-hmm. That's a good call. Uh, number nine, Oklahoma. I'm assuming that's big steak and potatoes yeah, country yeah, there. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, number seven, Louisiana. Number six, South Kakalaka to our uh, our north. Um, yeah. All right, number five is Tennessee. As far as so, I mean, yeah, right. yeah the southern. I mean, I, it goes against my theory that the southern states would be thinner because. They don't get to hide their clothes, uh, hide their fat well, under their clothes. Maybe they go out and eat more. Number four is uh, Lucky in Kentucky uh, with Buford. Number three, Arkansas. Arkansas, number three. The Razorbacks. I would have put them up there. Yeah? Well, they're right next to Mississippi. I don't know if I know anyone from Arkansas. Oh, no, I know one girl, Tamika Sloan Mosley. And she's she's really thin, so I wouldn't have put them in there. Uh, number two is Mississippi. This No one would have guessed this. Number one, fattest state in the United States of America is West Virginia. What? All right. Yeah, yeah. Coal miners uh, there? Yeah, I was, I was always yeah, told I they couldn't afford to eat. How yeah. are they so fat? Yeah, I, don't I, I don't know. Yeah, th- this might be a... A BS uh, poll? Yeah. Uh, the, the five fittest states 
Uh, number forty-seven. It, well, they put DC in here. This is a, this is a garbage thing. Uh, <laughs> all right, forty-five Montana. These are the most fit states or least least obese states. Forty-five is Montana. Forty-six is Minnesota. Forty-seven Massachusetts. Lies, lies. I never met a skinny girl from Massachusetts in my life. <laughs> oh my! Gosh. So many lies there. Uh, number forty-eight is Washington D.C. All, right. all right. Number this one I thought would have been the thinnest. Colorado. Colorado, that's like, everyone's outdoorsy. Yeah, but they all sit around in their couch now. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, ski yeah. lodge. Yeah. Yeah. Smoking pot. Yeah, exactly. yeah that's what it is. Yeah. They're sitting yeah. smoking pot uh, That number's going to drop the more pot they smoke. Uh, number 50 is Hawaii. All okay. right. That makes sense. You're, you're snorkeling. You're surfing. You're... Yeah. I mean, you can be outside all Yeah, all you're climbing around. up the volcano. You're eating spam. <laughs> That's spam and eggs. And the uh, fittest or least obese state in the United States of America is Utah. I could see that. Those Mormons don't drink Mormons sugar, very right? Strict. No, that's that's a good point. Yeah. Those Mormons. <laughs> <laughs> not these, not the ones yeah. here, but those. Those Mormons. Yeah, my buddy, uh, one of my best friends from college lives out uh, just south of Salt Lake City. I wanted to visit him last Thanksgiving. Yeah, well, that's right. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's a different... But you know what? They do. They don't drink caffeine, and they don't drink alcohol, but sugar rules the world in Utah. Um, like cupcakes and cakes, like they that that's the uh, what they do use to replace the caffeine and the booze uh, is sugar. So, that, so I if don't, you want to diet and be fit, eat a lot of cupcakes. I guess so because it's what I number fifty one in Utah. Anyway, uh, good stuff there, Deborah Green. Uh, highest percentage of overweight adults, South Dakota. Really? Yeah. Highest percentage of obese adults, Mississippi. Yeah. Highest percentage of overweight kids is Missouri. All right. Uh, highest. Percentage of physically inactive adults, Mississippi. Uh, lowest percentage of adults with high cholesterol, Montana. Really? Yeah, there you go. It's all that elk meat. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> the elk jerky. All right, when we come back, we're going to get political for a couple of minutes. Uh, Congressman Doug Collins is going to join us, talk about uh, his efforts with the Trump uh, campaign to uh, get a recount here in Georgia. Good stuff coming up. Then we're going to talk about Thanksgiving and the time of the COVID. What are you going to do for Thanksgiving? Uh, limited Mark Aram Show email. Or Chris- oh, you've already hit 300. Oh, we've hit 300. Yep, we sold done. out. out. We're out. Sorry if you missed it. News, weather, traffic next. This is the Mark Aram Show. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I'll run this town to be near you. the show to go to Tuesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there at 7.07, seven minutes after 7 o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. Gang all here tonight, Deborah Green produces the show Longoria, the stoic Eskimo on the other side of the takeout window. Low T Chuck screens them calls. We're going to talk about uh, Thanksgiving in the era of COVID, the Masters. Uh, but, you know, Thursday, uh, was it Friday and Monday, filling in for Erickson, had to get really political there. And we tried to get Republican Doug Collins on, on Friday, scheduling conf- or Monday, yesterday. 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 I'm, yeah, so I know. <laughs> when my schedule gets changed, just like uh, just a minuscule amount, I, yeah. I lose everything. Yeah. Anyway, 
Doug Collins now joins us on the Mark Aram Show talking about the Georgia elections. All right, joining us now on the Mark Aram Show, uh, Congressman Doug Collins. Congressman, thanks for joining us. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. Hope you are, Mark. I'm excellent. Uh, it's been uh, a week since the election, uh, a whirlwind week. How you how you holding up over there? I'm doing okay. Look, I, I'll admit this is not where I had intended to be, but, uh, you know, look, we've had a good, good run. Now we're helping the president. We're helping the state of Georgia. We've got... Uh, you know, the country, and we're going to continue always to be in that fight for what I believe in. So I just got the letter uh, that you sent to the uh, Secretary of State. This is some new news tonight. Um, basically, nutshelling it, you're, you're asking the Secretary of State to get a recount done before November 20th, before the uh, the votes are validated. Did I read that correctly? Yeah, we want a hand recount of every ballot in, in Georgia because there's just so many things we've seen, irregularities, uh, problems with you know, uh, supervision, not being allowed to to w- uh, watch vote counting, those kind of things, and also some just general concerns about the process and some of the machines as well. We felt that uh, the best way to put this to rest for everyone in the state is a hand recount, and I think I, I got a, I have a good feeling that the Secretary of State will will see that because I think it's a good way to to push this forward and make sure everybody can trust, uh, feel like they trust their vote. Is there enough time? I understand the concern, and you want you want to make sure everything is right and the 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 correct ballots are in there and the good votes are in and the illegal votes are out. Is there enough time before November twentieth to get that done? Do you think? They, there is. They can get it started. That they, that should be fine. It'll be a, you know a little tougher in some of the bigger counties. They got the, and we do have another election coming on, but there'll be uh, there should be enough observers and also counters that we could get that done. Uh, if you know, we get the sooner the better we get it started, and the Secretary of State holds that in his hand. He can start that at any time. And uh, this was a letter that was uh, was hand-delivered today, sent to him today. Do you expect a reply uh, from the Secretary of State, or, or what, what's the next move here? I do. I expect, her, I expect him to announce something. You know, hopefully it will be as soon as this evening, but it might be tomorrow. But I do expect it because there, there is a time concern here, and everybody needs to be a part of this. And so I would expect it to come fairly quickly. Representative Doug Collins on the Mark Aram Show. So you were tasked by the president to, to find out what happened in Georgia. What exactly does that mean? Did the president direct you and say, hey, we have concerns about this aspect of the vote or this aspect of the count. What, what were the directives given to you and what is your task currently here in Georgia? Well, it's sort of it's sort of broad. And I, and I think it's not specifically one thing. It's just say, look, we had a very close election in Georgia. And in fact, on the night and the day of the election, even until a few days later, the president had a very significant lead. That uh, went away. And then we had issues that, you know, just look, you know, were there issues in, you know, uh, Ballots in which uh, we had people show up to the polls that it said that they had already that they had already voted by absentee ballot and they were they had to vote provisional. Well, they had never voted. They hadn't got an absentee ballot. Uh, we've had you know issues of uh, ballots not getting you know put back in. We've had issues of other things. So really, it was more of just let's make sure it's all there because at the end of the day, Mark, Democrat, Republican, Independent, we need to make sure that, that people trust that their vote is counted. This has been a very contentious one. I've been a part of it in D.C. these last four years, and especially these last two years, have been very very contentious. It's time we give people certainty. I think this is what the recount will do. But we wanted to make sure also that we look ahead to say, how do we make our elections better in the future? Massive turnout, razor-thin margins. It seemed to me as as the results came in that this is going to be an automatic recount anyway, but you guys want it done before the deadline, right? Otherwise, it would be after the deadline, after the results are certified, that's when the recount would come in? Well, we want to go in before it gets certified. We're going to have this, and we, we have the process of going through, checking the ballot. Everybody gets a chance, both Democrats and Republicans, to say, you know, this is a valid ballot, this is an invalid ballot. You know, thankfully, we do have the, the paper ballot again in Georgia, so this is not something we have to you know, rely on a machine. And so, you know, look, the, the 20th ballot, we've got to certify our electors. We've got to get, you know, be a part of that going forward. So, um 
know, that's that's why the timing is like it is. But that's also the statutory deadline as well. So he has to have this done by the 20th anyway. Gotcha. Rep- uh, Representative Doug Collins on the Mark Aram Show. Let, let me ask you real quick, um, you know, no matter what happens here in Georgia, we know we're going to have some runoffs for the Senate race. I know you you endorsed uh, Senator Leffler. Um I mean, the gloves came off, you know, in the in the primary, but leading up to Election Day. Um, I know you endorsed her. Are we going to see you as a part of the campaign for either her or Senator Perdue or, or are you too busy now with uh, the task from the president? Look, I'll do my I'll do my part to support the ticket. They've got to go out. You know, those two candidates, David, you know, Senator Perdue, I've been in, in David's Perdue's uh, camp the whole time. Of course, I was running against Senator Leffler. Now, I mean, look, I, I encourage Republicans to go out and vote for them. Uh, the alternative from a conservative perspective is not tenable. And, uh, you know, I, I'm going to do my part, uh, but also looking ahead to finishing this up for the president, finishing up, you know, my term uh, as well and looking forward uh, to, to my future. What, what I've noticed so far in Georgia that um, the Senator Purdue, for example, will start there or, or even in, in your race, <clears throat> excuse me, the Republican candidates garnered more votes than President Trump did. So uh, I don't know if that's an irregularity or if there were people that that changed their top of the ticket vote and then went down vote and voted Republican. Is, were you expecting that, to see uh, the, the Republican candidates down ballot get more votes than the president? Uh, I mean, I don't think we were expecting it. It was a, a, something that surprised a little bit. I was, you know, yes, I mean, I would expect the president to get more. Uh, but look, at the, given the run-up to some of the issues in the race, what we've seen, you know, some polling and stuff, it didn't completely surprise. But it also goes to show that Georgia inherently is, and even you know, with the runoff side of it, Georgia inherently is a conservative right state. And I think that's what will be shown on January 5th. But I can't forget here, i got a good friend you know, in the state of Georgia as well. Bob McDonald has a runoff on December the 1st. We cannot forget that. The way the Georgia law is written, his runoff is actually on December 1st, and there's only like two other races in the entire state on that same day. So we can't forget about that race as well. But I, I think people will respond we, people just need to be aware that, that that there's voting in different races at different times. But we'll, we'll see how it turns out. Well, uh, Bubba ran a lot of commercials during the Mark Aram show, so uh, I appreciate his support. And uh, <laughs> and, and listen, uh, go out and vote December 1st, certainly. That, I don't want that to slip under the radar. Real quick, uh, Congressman, before I let you go, folks are driving home right now. They're concerned, obviously, with this election. What can we expect next uh, here in Georgia uh, with the machinations, do is there anything we should be looking out for as voters uh, as far as uh, getting the tabulation done? No, I think you know, the next thing is, is hopefully getting the, the Secretary of State to, con- you know, if he commits to this uh, vote, uh, we're going to get all the stuff that we need to get it done. Then we can begin to move forward. But I think people just need to be aware of, you know, deadlines for early voting, uh, registering if they need to. But but Republicans, you know, I think the, this issue here is people just need to get back out and vote and, and pay attention to, to the races that are involved. Congressman, appreciate your time, sir. Mark Aram, take care. There he is, uh, Congressman Doug Collins on the Mark Aram Show. Uh, the very latest on the election, of course, tomorrow morning on Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade starting at 4.30 a.m. Let's pull in our uh, political advisor, Charles Thomas III from TheRevenant.com. <laughs> uh, it is razor sharp here. I mean, 12,000 votes, and it might go up a little more for uh, the president-elect. Uh, but uh, if there are any state where... There might be a recount switch. It would be Georgia. To me, Pennsylvania seems like the, the number is going to be too big. Nevada seems like it'll be too big. At the end of the day, uh, even if Georgia flips for the president, do you see anything that will change Inauguration Day come January, Chuck? No, because you you have to. he would have had to run the table with Pennsylvania, Georgia. North Carolina is going to go to mm-hmm. him. But then you would have had to pick up either uh, Nevada or Arizona, with which he didn't do. Yeah. 
And when you're talking being behind, in some cases, 40,000 votes all the way up to, I think it's close to 100 or a little over 100,000 votes in one of those states, mm-hmm. that's a lot of fraudulent votes to try to find. So Georgia, if you want to try to, to still put it under the red banner, uh, that's a lot of votes to find fraudulent, though. Yeah, I, I don't see enough. Uh, I haven't seen any evidence yet na- nationally of wide-scale voter fraud that it would it would switch. This one story here on the Washington Post just came out. Uh, you know the story, uh, this was in, I believe, Pennsylvania, where the postal worker, yeah, in Erie, Pennsylvania, yeah, po- totally. postal worker came out and said, hey, the boss said to backdate the ballots. Yeah, totally recanted he, it. He brought, the, like, that's a, that's a crushing blow because that could have invalidated a lot of ballots. Well, and that's what's happening is is everybody's getting a little frothy. Eric touched on this a little bit earlier, but everybody's getting frothy about things that they heard earlier last week, later yeah. last week through the weekend and today, but what they're not following up on is that most of these lawsuits that were brought or complaints have either A, been recanted, or they've been thrown out um, for various reasons, and Eric went through a number of them. So while it's good to look into it, make sure that it's it's legit or not legit, but then also do the follow-up, like a lot of these things that people are still throwing out as examples simply aren't anymore. They've gone away. I love the the use of the word frothier. That yeah, was people are getting super frothy. You should fantastic. see my email right now after <laughs> Eric's rant. Yeah, I, I got some. Uh, I caught you, some shrapnel. Yeah, you got, yeah, you did. I got one. <laughs> I caught some. You I did catch some shrapnel. Them. I was like, look at this. <laughs> yeah, I got, got a, I got a Facebook message yeah, just did. blasted me. I was like, ma'am, I'm not even on the air yet. Just, I love that where you're like, I'm not on till six. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't know what's going on, but I didn't say anything. Uh, I I uh, I think at the end of the day, uh, the the votes uh, maybe not here in Georgia, but I think Pennsylvania, Nevada. Uh, Arizona kind kind of still tight there, but I, I think at the end of the day, I know a lot of you folks don't want to hear this, but uh, I think uh, Joe Biden will be the next is the next president of the United States. He's president elect, and it's going to happen. Well, and based on the, sort of the vote tallies right now, he's losing by the same margin in these states that he won. Yeah. in sixteen, forty thousand votes here, for twenty thousand yeah. votes there, eighty was the same margins that he beat Hillary four years ago. Um, it's just interesting that there's such a parallel right there. Yeah, indeed. All right, uh, so there you go. Thank you, Low. Uh, no, not Low T. That's Charles Thomas the Third from the Revenant.com, our political <laughs> insider here on the Mark Arab Show. All right, I my favorite holiday of the year is coming up. It's Thanksgiving, and what does that mean in the time of COVID? We got some guidance from the CDC, and I want to know what what are your plans this Thanksgiving? I'll tell you mine. I was not invited to Longoria Low T or Deborah's house, so take that COVID. off the table. Yeah, take that off the table. Uh, here. here and Deborah's working, and Low T's got the stone home. Uh, but yeah, what, what are your plans for Thanksgiving, the time of COVID? We'll tell you what the CDC says when we come back. 404 872 1-800-WSB Talk on a Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. What do you know? It's the Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. Welcome back to the show, 724, 70 degrees on Peachtree Street, six and a half on the Mark Aram Show, back sweat meter. This isn't scientific. I do this by feel. I do this by feel. All right, Thanksgiving, absolutely my favorite holiday of the year. It's something we can all celebrate as Americans, giving thanks, etc. The meal, I mean, what's better than the Thanksgiving Day meal? But 
We're in COVID right now. What does that mean for Thanksgiving dinner? So who wants to be the designated server this Thanksgiving? Atlanta-based CDC now recommends avoiding potluck-style gatherings, and they recommend that a single mask-wearing person serve food on Thanksgiving to keep multiple people from touching those serving utensils. And if possible, move the dinner outdoors. This is going to be a big test. So we've gotten through Easter with the COVID, right? That was the struggle. Uh, Fourth of July was a big holiday that we saw a big spike in COVID, even though most of the 4th of July events are outside. This is the one. This is the litmus test right here because everyone loves Thanksgiving. We love That is literally the time to be thankful for your family and friends, right? People have Friendsgivings dinners. Um, it's, 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 there's nothing more American than Thanksgiving. And it's indoors. You know, most people aren't having Thanksgiving dinner outdoors. A little uh, chilly sometimes. Yeah. So this is, this is the big test on how we can handle a major holiday. Believe me, I want nothing more than have a massive Thanksgiving dinner with 30 people, all the trimmings, all the turkey, all, everything. It's just, that's, I don't know, with, with the cases spiking. So here's what we're doing. Um, it's just going to be me, Maya, and her dad for Thanksgiving this year. And Maya's like, well, I mean, I could cook and have you know her dad come over to our place. Um, but like Thanksgiving dinner for three, that's a lot of effort for just three people, right? Cooking effort. So we're going to, I'm not going to tell you where we're going, but there's a restaurant in Atlanta that's serving Thanksgiving dinner, lunch. So we're going to go there and do that, which is, I mean, I'm, I'm glad that we still get to do it. I'll have the turkey and the stuffing and the mashed potatoes. Piccadilly. It's not Piccadilly. It's not Piccadilly. Um, still sponsor of the text, the text line though. Yeah. Um, so that, that's my plan for this Thanksgiving, just a, a small lunch with the three of us. Do you, do what are you guys doing? Uh, yeah, we're just going to stay at home and just do what we normally do. The my girls mother, and my mother-in-law mother and my, my wife are going to cook. And I'll sit there and look watch, at them cook. Yeah. Watch TV, the brisket. Chuck, oh, yeah. um, are you staying in town? What are you doing for Thanksgiving? Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll have uh, a few family over to the house. A few family. A few yeah. family. A few family. A few different families or people from no. your family? People from our family. Okay. A couple individuals. I got you. A few individuals. I got you. Uh, Deborah, you're working. I'll be here. And then, I mean, we'll still cook dinner. We might not cook as much because it's yeah. just the two of us. And my husband kind of doesn't care about Thanksgiving. Understood, being British. Um, yeah, then we'll watch football all day. That's all usually right. what we do. Who's going to be the designated server? For, the CDC wants someone to be a designated server. Lily? Yeah, we'll make her. <laughs> That'd be great. She so doesn't have go. as many germs as all I, of us. I'm, I'm, uh, this is a big one. Uh, Thanksgiving. I, it's just amazing. I love Thanksgiving, and we're in a, a pandemic. So how are you going to handle Thanksgiving during uh, the COVID situation? 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Jamie Foxx here. You there? You listening to The Mark Aram Show? You better. Kangaroo, 736, 24 in front of 8 o'clock. Mark Aram and the Bananas at your beck and call till 8 in the p.m. Monday through Friday on 95.5 WSB. Don't forget your official election headquarters right here are on 95.5 WSB. The very latest tomorrow from Jamie Dupree in Washington on Atlanta's Morning News. Anything big develops, we'll let you know. Seems like there's a lot of developments politically here in Georgia. Uh, and brace yourselves. Brace yourselves for the dual runoffs for the Senate seats. This is crazy. Like, people are moving here, Chuck. Chuck excuse me, Charles Thomas the third. Andrew Yang's moving to Georgia. Yeah, but people are not going to do that. Andrew might be. Yeah. But regular folks are No, not. no, I'm not saying people are going to move here to no, vote. No, yeah. a bunch of pundits and stuff yeah. will for the next two months. But it's interesting. You can register to vote if you haven't voted yet to 
get into the uh Oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. There's another deadline. That I think this uh, December 7th. Yeah. You can still register to vote. And there's people that weren't 18 on November 3rd that will be 18. It's it's As crazy. long as you're 18 by election day. Yeah. So you can still register even though you're yeah. 17 as long as you're 18 it's by election nuts day. It's not so here, Gloria. Yeah, bring it on. Bring those political ads. Yeah, bring it. I want those Bubba McDonald ads back. <laughs> oh, yes. I'm those glad he's in a runoff. I miss those. Yeah, I'm Bubba. glad he's in a runoff. I mean, that Bubba. dude, he propped the Mark Aram show uh, oh, budget up very nice during the runoff. So thank you, Bubba. I appreciate it. Bring those ads back. Um, Thanksgiving, what are you going to do? Are you going to do traditional? Are you going to just roll the dice and do the big thing and have the family over? Or are you going to scale it down because of COVID? I'm, I'm very curious what your plans are. For Turkey Day, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Grant is in Decula. Grant, welcome to the program. Thank you, Mark. Great to be here. Listen, uh, yeah, um, my thing is um, we're probably going to just do a you know immediate family thing. And uh, we're either going to do, if the weather is uh, nice, we're going to do either a low country boil. Ooh. Or or we're going to do a uh, couple of cowboy ribeyes on the on the grill. So not the the traditional turkey stuffing, potatoes, etc. No, so uh, I'm not really a turkey guy. I just don't really care for it. Too right. dry to me. But I but I love Thanksgiving. But and we'll have all the the regular sides. But we'll probably do uh, you know the the, the steak or or um, just. Uh, smoke a couple chickens. This well, the CDC. I, that sounds great. Listen, I'm a I'm a purist. I want the turkey and the stuffing and the potatoes. Uh, but you do you. The CDC though says um, don't do the buffet style. Have you done those before, Longoria? Where you you set up all the dishes and then people come up and fix. Their yeah, own plate? I mean in the past, but yeah, the, the, that makes sense. This is a different time. Yeah, you don't want everyone handling the spoon anymore. So have a designated server. Uh, Deborah, with you and your husband, I don't know who will be the designated. I mean, it's just the two of us. Like, what are we separating <laughs> <I know>. from? <laughs> did I, did I tell you this story yesterday about the t- the Thanksgiving pie? If I did, oh, stop me. You told me, me but I, don't think I didn't you say said it on, it on the, the air. air. So, um, <laughs> my one of my friends from high school is the head of marketing for this restaurant chain in in the Northeast called Stu Leonard. It's like a really good, really good local supermarket. And she sent me a video on Facebook the other day uh, via Messenger of what uh, it's called the Thanksgiving pie. So think of a pie crust and they put in turkey and mashed potatoes and gravy and green beans, like everything that you want for a turkey Thanksgiving dinner in this pie crust. And then to top it off, they put stuffing or dressing on top and then they bake it. It looks so good. So yesterday... I put it out on social media like, oh, my God, I want this Thanksgiving pie. Did you see that I posted, Chuck, the video of the Thanksgiving pie? I did not. So it, it, my buddy uh, from high school, Katina, is the head of marketing for Stu Leonard's, and she knows I'm a foodie. So she sent me this video of this turkey pie. It's a Thanksgiving pie. It's got turkey and mashed potatoes and gravy and a pie crust. Okay. And then it's covered with stuffing, and you bake it. It looks so good. If It's that like a pot amazing. pie, but with turkey stuff in it. Yeah, but with turkey stuffing, stuff. Is, it's amazing. It looks so good. So I was I shared it on all of my social uh, media accounts yesterday, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, everything. And uh, at like 6 in the morning, I shared it. At 9.30, she sends me a Facebook message. She goes, hmm, Mark Aaron breaks our new menu item before we do. Like she, like they, oh, had, no. yeah, they hadn't announced it yet. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I'm like, do you want me to delete it? Do you want me to delete it? And she's like, no, it's fine. That We appreciate the publicity. But they hadn't even announced. Like, she just sent me this private message. Like, sure. check out the Thanksgiving pie. <laughs> oh, no. But hopefully they'll ship it. It looks so yeah. 
amazing. It did look good. Yeah, I'm very so. There's a lot of stuff. So, good sorry, stuff Katina in there. and Stu Leonard's. Stu Leonard's is really good uh, supermarket chain up in the Northeast. If you ever get a chance, but then she sent me a picture of the Christmas trees outside the Stu Leonard's today. I'm like, is this is this uh, a new item? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, you got to check every, yeah, time, yeah, every time. Can I tweet out the Christmas trees? Uh, Turtle joins us on the Mark Aram Show. What's going on, Turtle? Not much. Just trying to get home from a long day in the rain. I'm sorry, but, brother. Uh, Blindly. Sorry, Turtle. I want to get that on again. Uh, Thanksgiving. Go ahead, brother. Uh, that's great. I appreciate the update, Alex. Uh, we're doing traditional. I married into a family of six children. They all have – everybody now has a significant other. I got both my in-laws, uh, mother-in-law and father-in-law coming, and then we have six total grandchildren. So there's at least – you know, 21 of us going to be together. Yikes. And I always fight for the traditional. Even though I'm a very strict vegetarian, I always end up cooking the turkey. So it's wow. an 18-pound bird stuffed with the onions and the green peppers and the, and the stuffing mix. And then uh, they get to, to feast like animals, you know, like lions around an elk. And I'll sit back with my tofurkey the to- and laugh at them. Bless your heart, Turtle. That's a lot of people, though. Are you going to do any any temperature checks, any precautions, anything like that? No, because we're family. We trust each other to check ourselves and not come if you're not feeling well. Um, we we don't get to see each other very often, even though we all live in West Georgia because yeah. of the families expanding uh, and the children. Um, but we're going to do traditional. Everybody knows, hey, if you're not feeling good, it's cool. Stay home. We'll bring you a plate. If you you know if you're not feeling good enough and, and you don't want to expose anybody, but uh, nobody's had any problems with it out here. It uh, you know everybody does their part and and is responsible. And I have worn a mask twice since all of this has happened. Oh. Once in Connecticut because I was threatened to be arrested, and once in Dollar General. Oh. I just I, I don't stand next to people as as a general rule anyway. So. Turtle, uh, I'd love to hear from you the Monday after Thanksgiving. Let me know how it went. I'll give you my word. I'll call you, sir. All right, appreciate it. You too, Turtle. Be safe out there. Oh, he doesn't wear a mask. Um, Speaking of food, so the Masters is going on this week, right? This is a whole thing Mm -hmm. that it's not, it's usually in April, the pandemic, blah, blah, blah. So limited uh, tickets to be there, limited media members. Like Jay Black's not going. Yeah, which is horrible for Jay Black because that's his favorite time of the year. But it's also horrible for me because I always make Jay Black bring me back Masters food. The one time I went to the Masters, it was great. I would love it. Get a bucket list experience. But I spent more time at the snack bar than I did watching golf. I can see that. Yeah. It's the, the great food and cheap prices, like dollar and a quarter sandwiches, whatever. So I was heartbroken that Jay's not going because Jay would pack a cooler of ice and then bring the food back for me. Jay Black came to the rescue today. Mm. Uh, the Masters is selling its food online. Oh, look at that. And Jay ordered it for me. So I am getting, and this is going to be delivered Thursday. So I might be able to bring it in. Th- uh, I don't want to talk to food. Yeah, that's cool. yeah, that's I might be able to bring it in Thursday or Friday. Uh, this is what I'm getting. I'm a, getting a pound of pimento cheese, a pound of their egg salad. They have the best egg salad around. One and a half pounds of barbecue, chips, cookies, pecan popcorn, and cups. I don't know why he's bringing me cups, but <laughs> maybe. Um, it's expensive. It's 150 bucks. He paid for it. Well, yeah, I'm gonna. He's not no. yeah. treating me. I'm gonna right, pay right. him back. Pay back. Uh, but the fact that I am not gonna miss my master's egg salad sandwich, I'm very excited about that. You sure, pounds enough? Pound and a half. 
Oh, no, it is a pound. Well, that'll be mine. I'm not sharing that. I'll share the pimento cheese and the barbecue and the uh, pecan popcorn. Not the egg salad. Not the the egg salad is. So are these coming in sandwiches, or are they giving you just a pound of egg salad? You know, Deborah, you gotta do you make know your own they... sandwich. No, it it was very generic, just saying, oh, you can order this food, but it didn't say, it didn't show any pictures or anything. Oh, hmm. I'll see what I can I don't find. Know. Oh, whatever you can. You can I would bread. prefer it would be sandwiches, like because mm-hmm. the that white bread they use there, it's that Augusta white bread. I don't know where yeah. they get it from, but but you'd get more. Yeah, you would sandwich stuff. You'd get more if you got like a pound of just egg salad, and then you brought your own bread. Yeah, otherwise you might only get like three quarters of a pound of egg salad, and the rest of it's bread. Yeah, whatever. I'm getting it. That's the bottom line. (laughs) So picking holes in it. I'm very excited. Um, I can't find Montana on a map, Chuck. What was? How do you not know where it? It's a huge state. Which is it? The one that borders Canada? Yeah, there's but there's a number of them that border Canada. Okay, so there's Washington, then there's Idaho, and then it's Montana. And then Montana. All right, yes. I thought so. Uh, so the most popular back to Thanksgiving. The most popular Thanksgiving side dishes. What do you think it is in Montana? Let me hit the Montana music for this. This is a survey. Most popular Thanksgiving side dish in the state of Montana. If I was to guess, I'd say it's probably mashed potatoes and gravy. You got that right. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Texas Longoria. Most popular Thanksgiving side dish in the great state of Texas. It's not enchiladas. Stuffing. Not stuffing. Green bean casserole. Ah, oh, that is good. Green I be- saw people on Twitter legitimately not know about green bean casserole. Really? I'm baffled by that. The communists? What yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, what are they from Russia? Who doesn't know about green bean I mean, I don't casserole? I follow a lot of communists online, but yeah. <laughs> I can't find Wisconsin on a map either. Where are you? Shaped like a hand. Shaped like a hand? Yeah. No. That's not going to help him. Yeah. You know where Michigan is? Yeah. It's next to Michigan. Go to the left. That That's a hand to you? It's what they always said. It's shaped like a hand. Wh- what kind of deformed hand? <laughs> anyway. Montana looks like it's sniffing Idaho. It looks like Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> what, it looks like Joe Biden. What is the most popular side dish in your state? It's mashed potatoes. It is mashed potatoes. I had the story. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in Connecticut... This is interesting. If it's cranberry uh, sauce. I'm walking off the show. No, mashed potatoes right. as well. Okay, good. Yeah. Right. Uh, solid. In is Georgia, cranberry sauce anywhere? Is anywhere cranberry sauce? Because I'll. I don't see it anywhere. I love cranberry sauce. You yeah, but it's not your favorite though. New you Hampshire. can do without it. New Hampshire. <laughs> Seriously? They're weird. Yeah. They're uh, weird. Yeah. Live free or die. <laughs> uh, cranberry sauce. What's cranberry interesting sauce. in Georgia, in the southeast, from like uh, Maryland on down to Georgia. The most popular Thanksgiving side dish is mac and cheese. Oh, I can see that. Which is yeah. great. I never had that growing I up. I wasn't no. a thing with us until I got down here. Yeah, that wasn't a thing. Uh, Florida man prefers sweet potato casserole Ugh, as yeah. their God, favorite side dish. Uh, broccoli casserole is in the state above Tennessee, whatever that is. <laughs> Kentucky. Is that correct? Leslie likes that. Do you not have geography Well, it's Well, this isn't a normal map. This is a side dish map. It's very side dish. Oklahoma, it's rolls. That's when you know you're struggling, where yeah. you're like, oh, we can finally get rolls. <laughs> we can finally have rolls. Uh, the state north of Oklahoma. Kansas. Kansas. Cream corn in Ew. Kansas. The I like worst corn. Of the corns. Um, anything <laughs> you else? You don't like cream corn? Oh, cream, cream corn is disgusting. Here's one. Alaska, hash brown casserole. Oh, that's, that's not bad. bad. Hawaii Ashley. is gravy. <laughs> just gravy. Just gravy. <laughs> They're just ladling yeah. gravy into just their face. Give me some gravy. Uh, so there you go. Spam. The spam. Uh, biscuits in Oregon? Washington. Oregon. Yeah, yes. I got that right. I got that right. So interesting. I'll give you a couple more when we come back. I'll tell you what state uh, prefers crescent rolls as their side dish. How about that for a tease? One segment to go of the Mark Arab Show. Mark Arum.
on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. Real quick, uh, most popular side dish for Thanksgiving in South Dakota is the Crescent Rolls. Here's one that's under the radar. I never grew up with this, but I love these. I love them on Thanksgiving. Indiana, Mike Pence's home state, Chuck. Mm-hmm. Deviled eggs. Oh, deviled eggs. Deviled yeah, eggs. Yeah, those are good. Those I didn't really have those growing up very really? often. They're, uh, I'll get a six count of those at Publix. We're shopping as a pleasure and just down those on my way home. I might do that. But you might love that. Uh, do you know who Tony Larusa is? Tony Larusa. I do. Yeah, the old baseball. manager. The old baseball manager. Did you see him in the news town? Yes. So he got rehired by the Chicago White Sox to manage his Isn't old he team. One hundred and eighty years. He's old? in his seventies. I think he's younger than both Trump and Biden, though. So he's got that going for him. Uh, just came out uh, that he was arrested for DUI earlier this year. And that's not the big story to me. The big story is how he reacted. (laughs) These are quotes from the police officer. Uh, uh, Do you see my ring? LaRussa told the officer. (laughs) I'm a Hall of Famer baseball person. Baseball person. person. Not a manager. Uh, I'm legit. I'm a Hall of Famer, brother. You're trying to embarrass me. The police officer replied, I advise LaRussa that I'm not trying to embarrass him. He'd be treated with the utmost respect. As he handcuffed him, put him in the back car. That's that. You see my ring, like that's you don't say that to police officers. You, you know, I'm a Hall of Famer baseball person. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna make him believe you. I'm gonna try that. I'm a Hall of Fame radio person. Yeah. Didn't he used to do some sort of weight loss commercial? Those milkshakes or something. Larusa, no. Are he you was sure? always kind of skinny. No. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you can fact check me, I'll we'll, see if I can find we'll it. I'm pretty sure he used to. Uh, star of the show, star of the Shizzo. Are you guys ready for the Mark Aram? Sanjay was great. Uh, Randy was great. Chuck and Longoria great. But Deborah Green is going to now filter through 300 Christmas card emails. So uh, And they know geography. And she knows geography. Uh, yeah, that's why I stink at the time. I like zone. how Should you questioned game. me about South Dakota. <laughs> yeah. You're like, really? Really? Is that South Dakota? <laughs> so that's south of North Dakota. North Dakota is north of that. All right. I got that down now. Uh, tomorrow on the show, uh, Millennial Match Game and Johnny Kilbasa with a fast food review. On Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. In the meantime, go to sleep. Little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network, and it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.